You're listening to Slightly Above Average. And welcome back to Slightly Above Average. I am Andrew, and I am joined always by the man, the myth, Kyle Warren. Hello. <laughs> All right. Um, so today's episode, it's a big one. We got a big one today, Kyler. This has... Uh, We're following Nash- a big episode with a bigger episode. National... National headlines? Yeah. Plaguing our nation? Plaguing. We're talking about gun control today, everybody. <clears throat> gun control. Um, we're not going to have a side today. We just want to get educated like we always want yep. with all of our episodes. Mm-hmm. So to become educated, we brought on a special guest today. Our special guest will be Stephen Grady. Stephen, welcome to the show. Hey, how's it going? Glad to be on. Welcome, Steve-O. It's a big long time fan. coming. Big fan. Oh, big shout out. Big fan. So we brought Steve on. Uh, Steve has an opinion. He's an average guy, and he has a take on on gun control. Slight. Well, he's a slightly above average guy, (laughs) and he definitely has a take. So a little background on Steve. Steve, you you're a gun owner. Yes, sir. Right. Um, Do you want to disclose how many guns you own? I own nine. Nine guns. That's that's a lot. I feel like. If you want to own that many, you gotta you gotta know what you're doing. Yeah, they all have different uses. They all have different uses. Uh, a hunter, you are yeah. you are a hunter for sure. Um, and you also um, have background in selling weapons. Mm-hmm. You work at an establishment that does sell weapons. That is correct. So you you kind of know that process and you yeah. kind of seen how it all works out. So yeah, he's got a background on it. So we felt like he definitely could uh, provide us with some knowledge. Yep. Let's just jump right into it, huh? What? Just give us like an overview here of like the whole gun debate. Like, what's your just a brief overview of your stance on the guns? Just your overall opinion on the whole thing. Um, do you think it can be fixed? Do you think like gun violence in general, or well, the, the yeah, gun control. Do you think there needs to be more gun control? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, okay. But to dive more into that. Um, they're going about it the wrong way. They're trying right. to blame the weapons, not the in, the individual. Individual. Okay. Um, I don't think banning guns or certain guns will work. You have to just make sure that certain people won't get those guns. Because mm. there's 320 million people in America and a small percentage, you know, of gun owners even commit crimes. So why are you going to punish the majority? Yeah. Right. Um, yeah, a lot of things that I've seen, especially in, on news, on the internet. Actually, I'm just going to say, <clears throat> researching for this episode, it is hard. There are two sides and everything. You just don't know what's right, what's correct. Everybody's, everything's skewed. Yeah, everything's skewed because it looks like a lot of people have an agenda, and that's just what they're pushing, and it's wrong. I, you know, we got to look at the big issue here and um, look at it from that way. So we let's need... just start with the Second Amendment. Why don't we? That's where it all starts. So what is Second it? Amendment. The Second Amendment, I want to say, so it says, a well-regulated militia being necessary to the security of a free state, the right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. So what mm-hmm. does that mean to you, Steve-O? I believe it's sort of like a list. So it's listing out, um, you started with a well-regulated militia. Mm-hmm. Yeah, militias present day don't exist because we have you know, the military. Yeah. Um, but that last part, it's separated by commons. So if you get to the bottom, what was the... The right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. Exactly. Right there. So some people might argue that those 
since it is one sentence, one statement that it's talking about the militia having the right to bear arms, no. but it's everyone. Exactly. You have to think about what was going on at that time too. Like what just what what big what big thing just happened? Oh, the revolution. I'm questioning you guys. <laughs> and, uh, Whoa, wait, who's asking the questions here, huh? Yeah. yeah. Well, I was just gonna say. Um, I did read somewhere that a lot of people have a problem with that because it does say the militia. And they said back then that was their equivalent to what we have now as the National Guard. Hmm. People needed weapons back then to, you know, deal with outside conflict. So now that we have, you know, the National Guard, that's the militia they were talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, so so with that, do you think do you think the Second Amendment's on point? Do you think it needs to be changed? Absolutely not. Because no, once you once you change one amendment, then then everything, exactly. then you know then, it opens up to opens up the everything. first amendment getting changed, yeah, right. and you know the fourth and the fifth, you know, and then the sixth, you know, it's, it's a slippery it, slope. It, yeah, it's a slippery slope. And once you change one, then opens up to others being changed. The next thing you know, you can't say what you want, you know. Yeah. So, well, like one of the important things that people say is like we need our guns to defend. Not only like burglars or thieves, uh, but to defend ourselves against our government. Right. Absolutely. What do you think the chances are that our government would actually go after us like that? Chances are it's slim, but look how many other countries did it. Yeah. You know, you got Cambodia, Uganda. Those are just kind of developing countries. You know, the biggest, Germany, during World War II. You got Russia during that same time period. I mean, it's, it's, the easiest way to form a dictatorship slope. is China. to start with the guns, huh? Exactly. You disarm right. the public. Um, and, I, and I think we've even seen that. Um, I know a little ways back there was like militias forming in some states because they didn't want people to take their guns. Mm. And so they formed this like armed militia. Yeah. Um, do you think what – I mean what do you think our government will try to do? Do you think they have an answer? Do you think they're going to try to take all the guns? I mean, personally, I don't think they are. Mm-hmm. Um, I, don't, I can't really say for sure what they're going to do, but, I mean, I hope that they're not. But at the same time, it would be kind of hard to. Right. Um, so that's I, just my whole thing. Yeah, I, I just don't see... I don't really see it happening. I don't see how they could do a mass... It's a possibility. Yeah, a mass seiz- uh, seizure a possibility. Of, of everybody's weapons okay. in America. So um, you said, like, so they wrote this, like, back in the day. Well, what about the people that argue that, like, the guns back then weren't as sophisticated as now? So now you can shoot, I don't know, 100 rounds a minute or whatever it is with yeah. your semi-automatic. But back then, it was like a single shot and you had to reload. Muskets. But, you know what I mean? I mean, yeah. you got to think, like, that was the technology at the time. So it's like, they didn't say, like, oh, forever you can only use a musket. Like, yeah. at the time, it was just a musket. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, like, at the time, if it was an AR-15, like... They would have written it for an AR-15. Yeah, you know you need weapons um, like what they have because if you don't, then you don't really stand a chance to well, even defend yourself against against, against our own government. Even with the weapons we have, we're sorely outmatched because they have fully automatic, they have tanks, they have helicopters. We don't got yeah. Any of I completely that agree. So you know we're pretty much screwed anyways. But oh, that brings me to another point: is our military. So, do you think our military would turn on the people if the government asked them to? Mm, I don't think so. Sure, hope not. Um, I, I mean, sure honestly, I sure, I sure hope not. Um, I, I don't think they would, but 
you know, I honestly, uh, again, I can't really say for sure. You know, I think a lot of them are, you know, patriots and Americans. I just don't think they'll do that to their own people. All right, let's let's back out of if the government's going to do something bad to us. Yeah, and let's get back to to guns itself. Um, do you think? You know, someone who's you know been through the process mm-hmm. and have also you know carried out the process. Do you think guns are too easy to obtain? Yeah. Um, so a lot of people they go in there. You know, they're eighteen. They just turned eighteen. Whatever. They're young. They could be eighteen, twenty-five, whatever. They never shot a gun in their life, and they can go in like this is California's laws. Um, they can go in, take a thirty-question test. Um, they just have to like they have to get twenty-three or better. Okay, like seventy, seventy percent, whatever. And uh, they can buy a gun. Like, you, you can literally go inside and never shot a gun. Nothing. My biggest thing, no, I don't think they're going to go out and commit a crime. But they might injure them, themselves. They might injure, injure someone around them. And it's highly dangerous that someone can just go in and just buy a gun. Um, right. I mean, we have to, to be able to drive a car. you got to be able to take exactly. a test driving a car. Exactly. But with a gun, you just got to take a written test exactly. and, so you take, and wait a few days. and then. So you take the written test, <clears> you buy <throat> the gun, and then they have the 10-day waiting period. Yeah. So the 10-day waiting period is just like a, a cool-off period. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just so that, say, like I'm mad at one of you guys or whatever, yeah. I can't just go into a store, buy a gun, come back, shoot you. Yeah. Um, It'll be that the 10 days is supposedly like it takes the time to, you know, cool off, you know, whatever. Yeah. There are um, exclusions to buying a gun. Like you can't be a felon. You can't Mm -hmm. be um, convicted of a domestic violence. You can't be on any drugs at all. Um, How would would anyone be able to? The drugs part? Yeah. Uh, yeah. There's no way. Well, if someone walked in smelling like, you know, marijuana. Clear signs, right, right. But I mean, like, Um, you know, if someone's a user, but they're, you know, good at hiding in, I mean, how would you know? Does it change now that marijuana is legal? So if you smell marijuana? No, No? it doesn't, no. But if someone smells of cigarettes and alcohol. Well, even that marijuana is is legal, (laughs) you still can't be under the influence. Exactly. And, you know, drive your car. That's not, you know, there's still guidelines behind it. Okay. What do you think we can do to this process to improve it? So you you think it needs to be fixed? You think there's things that need mm-hmm. Okay, so yeah. So I mean, I think it does um kind of meet in the middle with, you know, both sides, you know. One side doesn't want their rights taken away. They feel like it's fine the way it is. The other side thinks there should be some change. So mm-hmm. there has to be a little give. Yeah. So like my whole idea about it is Andrew brought up the the car situation. You like you have to go down, take a test, drive a car before you get right. a car. Yeah. And you even even when you take your driving test, um, you have, before you actually drive it, you have to point things out on the car. You have to yeah. know where, like, the hazard lights are, how yeah. to use the turn exactly. Like, you got to know everything about the car. Because, yeah. like, that's actually a good point because someone could just, you know, pick up a gun and, you know, they, they don't know the slide release is where it's at and they can chamber around without even knowing it. You they know don't know, know where mean? the safety's at, you know. So, exactly. Yeah, right. So, like, my whole idea is uh i mean they should have to go to a range or some some sort of establishment take a class like mm-hmm. an in-classroom thing kind of like the hunter safety um i don't know if you guys are familiar with that you go in right I but mean, to get like, like a, a like a hunting license yeah you have exactly to take a safety right um i mean you don't shoot any guns there but you know you go over class you go over rules regulations i mm-hmm. totally think they should do that yeah. and mm-hmm. then at the end of the day or the next day or whatever you want to do it you actually go to the range there's you know handguns and shotguns and rifles and you have to shoot each one and qualify to actually 
be able to, yeah. you know, work a gun, you know, go over safety, you know, pointing the barrel in the right direction, you know, whenever you pick up a gun, take the mag out. If there is a magazine, open the bolt, check the chamber, put it down. Um, and then if someone hands you one, when you like, mm-hmm. you know, whenever you pick up a gun, you need to check the chamber, check, right. take the mag out, take the chamber, uh, check the chamber. Yeah. Then if you pass it on, do the same thing each time, like, you know, check it three, four or five times, you know? Yeah. Um, so we add the classes, we add the on hand training or yeah. the, the actual training. Who do you, th- who, who's going to pay for this? Do you think who should be tasked to pay for this? What do you the mean? government, like or... if, like if I go down, like, I mean, I, I mean, think the citizen, if they want to buy a gun, it yeah, probably should just be a part of the purchase of a gun. Yeah, oh, I see. It's oh, just be okay. added because, on. like, the FSC test right now, it's like twenty five bucks. Oh, so the people pay for it. So know. yeah, the people okay. pay for it. So you just go down, you know, you pay for the ammo, pay for whatever, and you just, you know, you get just a car, kind of like a kind of like a CCW. Oh, you okay. have to. Right. That's yeah, that's kind of like the the process I'm describing is a CCW. CCW, yeah. right. You go to the range, you take that course, uh, I think. Which is concealed weapons do, permit if yeah. people didn't know what we were talking about. I think you might have to do a classroom. Not sure, don't have my CCW. Um, but yeah, and it's extensive backgrounds with that. You know, I'm okay with background that's, checks. That's something I wanted to jump back on. So there is a background check when you purchase a weapon. Yeah. How in-depth does that go? Um, I've pretty, never Pretty much it just checks out. everything, what you like uh, – like it uh, checks your background for everything you answered on either your 4473 or your dros. Um, so that's pretty much what I said before. It checks if you're an ex felon, if you've been convicted of domestic violence, if you're on or like if you have like a marijuana card, even though there's no like really database to even look up to see if so you have one. So basically, it's going off honesty. Exactly. Right. Um, it checks if you've ever been, you know, um, like subject to a mental illness, if you've ever been like checked into somewhere for it, mm-hmm. um, if you've ever been, you know, fifty one fifty. Um there's a couple other ones that's not coming to mind. Oh, mm-hmm. if you're an actual citizen, but I mean you could still buy a gun if you're not a citizen, but you have to have an alien registration number and stuff like that. So it just kinda oh, goes wow, like I that. Didn't know so that. the actual background check probably takes I don't know, maybe, like honestly, like in other in other states it probably takes like 30 minutes and then in california it probably takes like four hours so how does that work they it's basically going off on is there any way to check any of that or is it all just going off honesty like they fill all that out and then who checks that who the runs back, it the background the department of, or the bureau of firearms or whatever the department so it gets of all submitted and then they go through all mm-hmm. of it yeah it gets submitted mm-hmm. to them someone checks it on their end you know just types in your name your social you have it on there um but yeah, that's pretty much. Hmm. Yeah, it's a ge- it's a government registry thing. I yeah. just feel like there's probably loopholes in all of that. I don't think so. I don't think you can get around that. I mean, well, they I just... literally just check those six things or whatever. There's like I don't know, like ten different things they actually check, mm-hmm. or like eight something like that, eight or ten things. Yeah, because I mean, people with mental illnesses could buy guns if they've never been submitted anywhere. Yeah, and so... that's like another thing, like to add on to. Um, like the classes and everything that everyone should take, like they should be checked by like, you know, a doctor of some sort, you know, psychiatrist or whatever, but then you might run into problems there. So, right. Yeah. That could lead to discrimination or something. Exactly. Exactly. So it could be a whole nother. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So if we, what about the cities that already have really strict gun control? States. 
states or cities. cities. Or, wait, what do you mean, like cities or states? Um, so like Chicago, for example, has like one of the highest Homicide, gun yeah. violence, but the strictest gun laws. Mm-hmm. So what do you say about that? So do you think less guns equals more violence because there's less people to defend themselves, or why do you think that is? That the crime is higher. I mean, you kind of just have to look at like the location too. I mean, they just generally have a high crime rate in general, yeah. so it's just going to be natural for the gun violence to be higher. Um, but yeah, I mean, for the most part, yeah, I believe that. Uh, I mean, I don't want to say like I don't want to be one of those guys like, oh yeah, more guns, more guns, more guns. Yeah, mm-hmm. but yeah, you have to kind of think that. Um, guns are sort of like a deterrent. So if a criminal knows like, oh, snap, like um, these X amount of houses, these people are gun owners, like yeah. they're probably not going to go in there. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like they're not idiots. They don't want to die. Um, so like that's my whole thing is you can't really calculate the like the deterrence of firearms. Like someone could see a firearm and be like, oh, you know, I got to back off. Yeah. So like you said, um, it's a high poverty yeah, so naturally the, the the crime rate is going to be higher. Um, so do you think that we're looking maybe at the wrong um, statistic? We shouldn't be looking at how many people get killed by guns. We should be looking at how many people aren't graduating high school and college mm-hmm. and getting people out of poverty. Yeah, I mean, honestly, I feel like that's the whole issue here. Yeah. It's not really gun violence. It's, you know, it's the upbringing and it's poverty and, you know, it's just, it's a you know, it's a lot of stuff like that. There's not a lot of programs for people out there um, yeah. to get better. And, you know, the programs that are out there, they cost money and, you know, you know, they're in poverty. Yeah. So it's like an endless yeah. cycle, you know, it's just, mm-hmm. yeah, being, it, it's a crappy situation. Being a sociologist, that's what we look at. So like for me, I'm like, why I don't even look at the guns, fix these other mm-hmm. problems first. And yeah, exactly. Fix itself. I feel like that that's pretty much you're hitting on the spot. Yeah. Um, once you fix all that, I mean, I feel like the the crime rate and it's, it'll kind of naturally go away, and like guns won't really be a factor. Because yeah. if you do look at other countries, I hate to bring that up, but if yeah. you do look at other countries, they have a lot of programs for people with mental illness, for poverty stricken areas, yeah, and stuff like that. So, I mean, that's what they should be focusing on, not so much guns. Yeah. All right. So let's let's kind of jump into you know the types of guns. So right now, basically, layman's terms, guns that average citizens can't get, fully automatic weapons. Uh, yeah, average citizens, unless they were made before eighteen or sorry, nineteen eighty six. Yeah. So if they were made prior, manufactured they're inside the United States prior to nineteen eighty six, then they're allowed to uh, allowed to have them. But going into that though, it's not like any regular gun. You can go down and you know, it's a, go down to the store. And, exactly. Right. Um, and I can get into that more if you want. Yeah. What's so if, if someone wanted, so if they can't obtain that, how do they go about So that? pretty much say, um, say I'm looking for an automatic gun. I'll just start from there. Mm-hmm. Say, you know, I want to get an old, you know, whatever, like M16 that was made prior from 86. So I'd find it somewhere on the internet, uh, on a gun auction site, whatever. Maybe I know someone down the street, whatever. Um, chances are it's going to be really expensive. Uh, probably like twenty twenty five thousand dollars. Um, yeah, it's 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 a lot. Um, so you pay them first. Um, you fill out a form ATF form four, and then you have to have uh, 
like two passport or no, sorry, a small passport photo with the form, two FBI fingerprint cards with it, a $200 transfer fee. Um, you have to fill out a certificate of compliance and you submit all that to the NFA um, part of the ATF and Holy ATF's man. alcohol. So it, it sounds product. like it's yeah. quite a handful to and, get something Yeah, like and once that. you submit that, your background's going to be like nine months to, uh, yeah, nine months to a year. So why do people make a big deal out of automatic weapons? First of all, if we look at those mass shootings, like the most recent ones, are they even, none of them are even done with a fully automatic no, rifle no. anyways. Um, yeah, so when we're touching on um, most recent, we ha- we have like, the YouTube headquarters shooting that just happened. Uh, that was a that was a handgun. The uh, Parkland shooting um, was a semi-automatic rifle, not fully automatic, which we can get into later because some people don't understand the difference. Um, the Las Vegas shooting, which had multiple weapons, I don't believe any of them were fully automatic, but he did have bump stocks, which you can get into, which basically turn a semi-automatic into a fully yeah. automatic. The Orlando shooting was semi-automatic. Um, with, that was in the nightclub, and then the Sutherland Springs shooting was semi-automatic weapons. So those are just kind of the most recent ones. There might have been another one that we might not have covered. There's, seriously, if you look it up, the list is so long. It's kind of sickening how long the list yeah. is. But, yeah, from what I've seen, a lot of them are semi-automatic rifles. So jumping into that, semi-automatic rifle, basically, you, you have to pull the trigger every time, mm-hmm. right? Uh, fully automatic layman's terms you can hold the trigger down the thing just starts shooting yeah exactly right so with the semi-automatic there are ways to basically make it more similar to a fully automatic which um they have outlawed the bump i don't know is the bump stock outlawed in every state no i think um, it's only it happened like california in, um, well they've been outlawed in california for a while now oh they've been outlawed in california yeah. oh yeah. Okay. it's like bump stock well they're called it's like bump stock slash slide fire that's what it, i know it, um I think after the Las Vegas shooting, I think that's what he used, and I think a lot of yeah. states, once they realize what had happened. So basically, um, correct me if I'm wrong, what I believe the bump stock does is when you fire the weapon, the semi-automatic weapon, it uses the force from the gun, yeah, the recoil, to make it easier to just keep pulling the trigger. Like it, the, the force helps... Helps you to like, it, keep pulling the trigger to make it simulate. It yeah, bumps exactly. your finger off, and you just keep pressure on it. So like, it right? So you don't have to keep. It, so right. it keeps firing, but you don't have to keep moving. <laughs> literally taking your finger off and pull. It just kind of moves your finger off, and then kind of holds the pressure. Yeah. So it kind of turns it into a, a fully automatic weapon. Um, so that's been outlawed in some states. It's still in legal some states. In states. So it's still still. I mean, do we need stuff like that? Honestly, I mean, that's just one of those things. It's like. I don't know. I I, pro- I wouldn't. I would never buy one. Um, they're like they're expensive. They're I don't. Know, I forget how much they are, but um, they're expensive. They don't. I mean, they don't really operate that well. So I don't really see a need for them. Right. It's just one of those things. It's like people like to have what you know, whatever they can get. To you know what I mean? It's just they like, like to getting, accessorize their guns. Exactly. It's just like getting like a fast car. You know, you don't really need it, but. People want it. I, I mean, in my opinion, I think it's something that's that's not necessary. Um, mm-hmm. I've fired a fully automatic weapon before, um, and I just don't. There's no use. I don't. I don't think full. I mean, besides you know, military but, law but did enforcement. Did you when you did it? Um, <laughs> shooting a full fully automatic weapon is <laughs> it's an adrenaline rush. But I just feel like besides yeah, you know, military law enforcement. I I don't think there's any need for fully automatic weapons. Yeah, but I think we're still probably looking at the wrong thing because like 
fully automatic and semi-automatic are pretty damn close if you're just trying to kill a bunch of people. So, mm-hmm. I mean, like, I don't think it's a big of a, as big of a deal as fixing these other problems, like the poverty thing, low graduation rates. Because people are going to get guns and they're going to kill people no matter what. Okay, that, yeah, that's fair. But, I mean, the, the poverty and the mental illness is such a major issue, you can't just fix that. You know yeah, I, mean? I know, I know, I know. So I think but, helping... But taking away people's fun stuff, I don't think is really the right way either. Uh, I, mean, I think it's taking minor steps in the right direction. I think so. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like it's all about compromising to each person's side. Right. So, you know, you know, the, the more liberal side wants automatic guns to be outlawed. Um, the more conservative side is more concerned about, you know, the guns being taken away. I just feel like, yeah, they should just go ahead, let them have, you know, just banning automatic guns, you mm-hmm. know, all out. But you have to think about it, too. They're pretty much already banned. Like, yeah. automatic guns are pretty much right. already banned. There's just yeah. loopholes around it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, like, you know, what we touched on, you know, just some regular guys like us, we can't just get our hands on automatic weapons. Yeah. Unless they were made before 86. But... You know, you might see videos out right now of people shooting, you know, um, the new, like, SIGs um, mm-hmm. that are automatic. Well, those people are probably dealers, so FFL holders, or police agencies, military, whatever. Right, yeah, exactly. I mean, fully automatic weapons are obtained by by law, law enforcement has fully automatic yeah. weapons. That is, yeah, and military has fully automatic weapons. And that's, weapons. like, a whole other discussion to get into, the organization right. of police. But... Um, that's a different episode. Yeah, that's that's gonna be a different episode. <laughs> yeah. I'll be glad to be on that stay, one. Too, stay though. stay tuned for that one. Um, but in order to become a dealer, um, you have to have I forget all the types of FFLs. Like I said before, I mean before the yeah. so regular um, well regular people aren't gonna get these guns. So what about not. the people that want to ban semi-automatic assault style air quotations I weapons? Definitely do not agree with it. So how do we meet in the middle there? Meet in the middle? I mean, kind of just what I was talking about. Just they, they, they're more, I want to say they're more worried about just people getting their hands on weapons, mm-hmm. you know, tackle that. So mm-hmm. like I was talking about before, you know, taking the classes, this and that, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. To add on to that, we should do more extensive background checks. Like, you know, I'm, I'm okay with waiting like a month or whatever, like yeah. as long as, you know, people feel safe. Like, I'm okay with that. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. I can keep my guns. People can have their safety. Mm-hmm. I don't see a problem with that. Yeah. You know, but it, it sucks because you have these extremist right-wing people that are ruining it for, you know, gun owners like myself because they're like, oh, you know, it's just the way it is right now like you know back in like 30 years ago i could walk into a store and buy a gun right off the shelf yeah okay dude but like 30 uh, years times have times changed, changed yeah. you know i think that's a good point um i think there are a lot of people that see the see both sides and are in the middle and are like i get it yeah. we need to change a few things safety needs to be number one but then you do have the people that kind of ruin it that are like don't you even come near me and exactly my gun. you know yeah I, yeah i totally i, I, agree I mean you. if they ever try to take away my guns like physically then yeah i'm gonna have a problem right you know, that's right. not constitutional but, but i'm just right. saying the people that won't even hear they're just like exactly don't come and, near and, and that's yeah. how that's that's the crappy thing about the gun debate right now is because no one wants to give yeah you know well, you're gonna have to meet in the middle the gun activists don't want to budge because it starts slowly Exactly, and that's another thing that's really crappy. Yeah, because it's like, like we've learned it's from a, like other countries. Exactly, it's a slippery slope. You know, you start with banning one gun, 
Yeah, we're just going to take away the the scary looking ones. Exactly. Oh, let's take well, away all these uh, handguns. No, okay, no more shotguns. All right, now you have no more yeah, guns. And then you end up with just having that's, shooting um, BB guns, you know? Yeah. But, <laughs> that's what I started off with. As yeah. a, <laughs> it's a BB I gun. mean, it's uh, fun, but. But that kind of takes me to my next point. Um, unfortunately, we've had a lot of mass shootings. Mm-hmm. I mean, we've always had mass shootings throughout history, but they've become more frequent, I yeah, guess you could like say. more like mainstream. Right, um, which is completely unfortunate. But when you, you know, and people want to, they want to ban assault-type semi-automatic um, rifles. And when you look at it, the most homicides by gun are, are handguns. Yeah. Most homicides in the U.S. are committed by handguns. So are mass shootings aside, just in general. Yeah, out of all the deaths okay. from guns, the handgun has the most. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um. So if if they're gonna you know in gun control if they want to ban you know semi-automatic rifles are are we gonna ban pistols too because pistols kill a lot of people and they're semi-automatic and they're semi <laughs> I know I, that's I think people get they get I mean unfortunately there's you know, there's a lot of people in the country that. Don't really understand guns. They don't care to. That, which is totally fine. You know, no one tells you you need to know about guns. You know, yeah. it doesn't matter if you don't like them. You don't like them. That's fine. But I think people get confused because they see this rifle that just looks crazy. It's, looks that's scary. an assault rifle. It looks scary. Um, semi-automatic rifles and semi-automatic pistols, yeah. relatively, they shoot the same. Right? Mm-hmm. It's the same thing. It's you got to pull the trigger every time. It's semi-automatic. Obviously, rifles go far, can carry farther, carry more ammunition, yeah. that thing. But I'm just saying, you know, handguns are killing more people. So. I we don't hear I don't I don't hear that debate I feel like I don't hear anything about handguns I just hear about these assault type rifles should there be stricter gun laws on handguns I mean where I mean where do we even start um well to answer why you don't hear about it it just it always goes back to the media you know Facebook social media yeah whatever, I feel like Twitter, the media is so like I said news, earlier trying biased. to research gun control is almost impossible you don't know who's telling the truth there's mm-hmm. On both sides of it, it's just so just all over the place, and everybody's attacking everybody. Um, and one thing I do want to point out before you continue on your point is this could be just my opinion, but I just feel like the, the YouTube shooting that just um, happened, um, the shooter, she was a female. That has nothing to do with it. I don't care if it's male or female, whatever. Yeah, exactly. She, um, she shot th- uh, three people, and she ended up killing herself. She used a handgun. I haven't heard anything about this. Obviously, it's not a mass shooting where, you know, 50 people are killed. But this is still part of the discussion, and I didn't hear anything about it. I, like, tried to look stuff up on it, and I can't find anything Mm -hmm. besides, um, you know, they found her and she had shot herself. Like, I can't find any information on this story. And I just feel like, why isn't this one being talked about? Is it because she had a handgun? So people are like, oh, well, what do we say about this one? It's a handgun. Handguns, if you're 21 years old, you can go buy a handgun. Um it's a nine millimeter handgun. I mean, that's that's all it is. You know, it's not this crazy assault rifle. Um, but yeah, I just feel like you know the news does not help because exactly. that's not even being broadcast. I feel like and that's you know, how it as is. As much with, as it should be, that's how the media is with everything. Um, but you the know, media is a different discussion life. for yeah. another episode. Another episode. Yeah. Oh my gosh, um, handguns. Uh, yeah, they kill the most people. Mm. <clears throat> yeah, well, we can't obviously ban all guns because that doesn't work. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't believe in banning all guns. I grew up. Um, with guns, my mm. my grandfather, um, had me shooting when I was a child. So I've been around guns my whole life, and I've never had an issue with guns or anything like that. Um, but unfortunately, you know, that's you can't say the same about others. Um, 
But yeah, I don't think there should be a massive ban on guns. Mm-hmm. I don't even know how you would even do that. I don't, know, I don't even honestly, know where that, how that works. How do you take everybody's guns away? I don't know. I um, mean, they try to do the buyback programs. Um, that's one step. Um, I know that we might get to that later if you want so to talk is about the, that is right the now, buyback or... program is that is that this is that like the compensation thing because i know in like the fifth amendment the government has the right to take away private property but have to give compensation to that is that the buyback they take our guns and they give us money yeah for so it basically it, basically it could be really any sort of compensation i know down in uh, la they had a couple programs uh lapd did um, where you turn in your guns right yeah you turn in your right, guns right. and then you'd get like a hundred dollar like target gift card or they gave you oh, cash wow. or you know whatever like that like you know honestly like i feel like I mean, that's, that's such a weird t- concept, yeah, isn't it? Such a waste of like we have know, such a problem too. with guns in our country that if you literally come down to this one spot, we'll give you a gift card to just yeah. turn your gun. It's like that is and just the so funny thing about that. There so was, weird. There's guys or like gun owners outside there like waiting because I think like LAPD like auctioned them off or did oh whatever or like I don't know. There's guys down there that would like they were waiting in line like for those people or whatever, and they would like offer just to buy their guns off of them right there for like dirt cheap. Oh, so man. they were getting some some money out of that. But, yeah, I mean, that's one way they could do it. Um, I know, like, I don't know if you want to talk about other countries right now, but, like, Australia had a buyback program after their mass shooting, and mm-hmm. that was actually highly successful. But, you know, it works for one country. might not work for another, so you have to look at that. All right. Well, and, and we have to look into, one, our population, how many guns we have. We have 5% of the world's population, but we have fifty per, over 50% of basically the gun population in the world. Yeah. Um, so there's a lot of guns in our country. Um, so it's kind of hard. We're a little late. Yeah, <laughs> you know? exactly. That's the whole thing. It's just like there's so many. You know, I other I, kind of, oh, I read there's like 300 million guns or something, or something it's, like that. It's pretty much US. close to is. like our – yeah, it's like 300 million guns. It's it like close like to the amount of people we have. Yeah. Which is insane, but like but we're, we're kind of awesome. At the we same are kind of built on the idea of like owning your own gun and protecting yourself. Yeah, and like, and that's the thing. Mm-hmm. Like people nowadays don't really like they don't really remember like they yeah, don't, it, it is three hundred million. Like they don't they don't remember that rich history of us having to fight you know for our land and right. defend ourselves from tyrant George. So it's <laughs> like you know it, I feel it. It's more of like history a, lesson from. Stephen <laughs> I feel like it's more of like you know just embedded in our culture tell us about know. the revolution no, I'm just tell us everything you know about king george no i'm just kidding. I, mean, I don't know much but <laughs> no but you're right there's and there's a lot of people that you know are like that like this is how our country was built on yeah and i mean right you know we're a fairly new country but like other countries you know they don't i, I feel like that's pretty new so we're it's still rich mm-hmm. in our background so did you see that video of that woman that shot that guy mm-hmm. in the car yeah, I want oh, to. Oh, yeah. So talk to See, us about how to prevent people from killing themselves. Well, exactly. With that's their own guns. so. That's that's exactly my point earlier about taking classes and stuff like that. So during those classes, you know, growing up, my dad, you know, was really hard on me. You know, barrel control, make oh, yeah. sure where you're pointing, right. never aim a gun at someone, always treat it like it's right, loaded. Right, 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 yeah. You know, so going back. If you have citizens take those classes, they'll be more aware. You show them videos of what can happen, malfunctions. Like, you know, slam fires happen all the time. So slam fire is, let's say you have a handgun and you have a mag in it, you know, there's rounds in it. Yeah. And you go to chamber one and you let the slide go and it goes off. Oh, shit. That's a slide fire. So it happens a lot. Um, in that case, I mean, 
I'll get back to that. But that's just what I'm saying. There's accidental discharges, you know, not a lot, but it does happen. Yeah. Um, like people cleaning their guns and it goes off. Like, see, what the hell? I, I never really gotten that. Yeah. Because I, I don't understand how I, that happens. I've always cleaned my guns every time I shoot them. And I'm not 100% sure how that happens. So that, that, <laughs> see, that takes me back to the classes again. <laughs> yeah. Because like I was talking about earlier, you always check if there's a round in the, in the chamber. And yeah. you always check or you always uh, take the mag out. Mm-hmm. So if you're cleaning your gun, you take the mag out, check if there's a round in the chamber. And usually bada most boo, people, um, when you clean your gun, you take it apart. Exactly. So, so there's just, no, yeah, I don't know. I, I've never but gotten that. what we but... were referring to earlier was there's a video that just came out. And it's these people, they're in a car, and they have a, a gun. I think it's a Glock. They're, they're handling a Glock, and there's uh, yeah. a female like holding it. Like they're, they're in a car. She's in the front seat. There's a guy in the passenger seat. She's handling it, and she's she's pointing it at him, and he's like, hey, stop messing around. Like, you're freaking me out. And she's just joking around, messing around, and she keeps doing it. And then she accidentally fires it and shoots him in the head. Yeah. Uh, it's a pretty graphic video. I I heard that he did. Did he die? I heard he was on live support. He- I heard he didn't die, yeah. But, uh, so crazy. but anyways, how a bullet can go in your head. And you're yeah, so it was mad. it was it's a crazy video, but yeah. Um, I mean, there's there's an example of it right there. People, you know, but yeah. Know so just teaching them about like to, to prevent a situation like that is just to teach people about like the necessity of gun safety. You know, right. there, there's times I could have sworn I like sworn I didn't have a round in the chamber, but then I did. Oh yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, we. I think. Yeah, I've, I've even been there. You yeah. know what I mean? So I mean, but in that situation, she actually like, you know, racked one. So that's a little sketchy right there. I think there might be more to that video. Yeah, I don't know. Um, <laughs> there could have been some. Intentional? Yeah, could have been. You never know. I don't know. Um, but one, th- I think it was one thing that, that Steve definitely wanted to touch on was, um, you know, we're looking up all these statistics about gun violence in the U.S. and suicide is at the is like number one. Yeah, it, 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 I think it's like almost half of all like gun homicides is, right. is suicide. Um, I don't know. Don't quote me on that, but it's around half. I want to say. Yeah, um, suicide by by handgun is just or by, just by gun alone is. I think it's it's more than everything. It's like mm-hmm. more than gun homicide, you know, mass shootings. It's everything. Yeah, mass shootings makes up like a small percentage of all the like gun homicides per year but it's still too much for my taste so yeah there's a question for you steve um should we ban cars they kill people (laughs) absolutely not (laughs) no well that's not a good question to ask steve because obviously he's a gun right activist but well i mean a lot of people do compare cars to guns and i mean like you can like there's cars that are not you know like why does people need a a corvette like why need a car that fast that's yeah. true. But it's because we're in America and we can have things like that. Because <laughs> we're the best. We're number one. We want. Um, do whatever we want. So <laughs> uh, let's jump into some things that people are suggesting on gun control. Or, yeah. no, sorry, not even gun control, but mass shootings. We'll kind of jump into mass shootings a little yeah. bit more. So do do we arm teachers? How do we stop shootings at school? How do we let our, our kids go to school and we feel safe? Do See, we arm that... teachers? I don't agree with that. I mean, I don't really agree with that. I feel like that's there's just, different ways of going about oh it. I mean, when when people first say it, you're kind of like, oh, that makes sense. Yeah, the kids are in a classroom with a teacher. Let's give them a gun. Yeah, I that's mean, a good idea. But then you really think about it, and it's like, what are we thinking? We can't I mean, do if that. the teacher has, like, you know, like, ex- experience, or experience. Was ex-military, yeah, like ex-special forces, and or, you're like, you know what? You know, he used to be a cop, or, like. You know, something right, like that. Right. Like, he has experience in handling firearms. And 
I don't see a problem with it, but you can't just have that gray area like that. You know what yeah. I mean? So it's kind of got to be an all or nothing. Exactly. So I, I, I don't agree with it. Um, but what I do agree with, if I can share my opinion on it, um, cause like at Buchanan, like we had campus police, like, I don't see why we right. don't have, you know, like, no, I, I really think from what I, what I've seen and I, I don't know about, I can't speak for other States, but at least in California, most schools have, uh, res- a school resource officer, yeah, resource yeah. Officer. um, SRO. And, but I, I mean, the only issue with that is like for where we went to school, Buchanan has one, but does Alta have one? Do they they mm-hmm. patrol the same? But, but but Garfield doesn't. I think Garfield's the same one. See, so they would have to travel from. I mean, it's all close, obviously. So but one of my buddies, Mister, uh, let's just call him by his first name, Garrett. He actually had a good idea. Oh, Mister um, Garrett. Yeah, he Mr. said Garrett. you can use like public schools as like kind of like substations. You know, um, having cops. You know, not really stationed there, but like. You know, they go there, they have their cars parked there. Because, like, if a criminal sees a cop car, they're going to be like, oh, snap, like, wait, hold on a second. You know what I mean? So right. if they know cops are there. Well, I, I even think, at least, like, in my background and where I was at, the officer that worked at the high school, was that's where he was. His yeah, office exactly. was there. His vehicle was there. His vehicle was, had every, you know, it's the normal patrol car. It has yeah. has the, the rifle in there. Um but then people got upset because at the Parkland shooting, I think it came out that the resource officer that was there didn't go in. Um, See, I mean, I feel like you can't do anything about that. Like, you know, you set yourself up, you know, kind of, you know, you put a cop there, you know, that you leave it up to their hands. You know, it's right. their decision right. whether they want to go yeah. in. In that yeah. case, you yeah. just chicken right. out. That's a different discussion of why they didn't go in, but... But yeah, I definitely think every school should have some <clears throat> some kind of resource officer. I've seen stuff online where they say we should use veteran veterans should be hired as like armed security at schools. Um, See, but uh, like armed security, yeah. But like you don't want kids, you know, you don't want like guys walking around with straight up like ARs. Yeah, like, you're absolutely right. Yeah, you don't chest. want that. Yeah, you're right. You know, but if you have certain <clears throat> officers, like an just, air marshal in a suit, exactly, with a like gun. someone that like. You know, you don't really. I mean, a uniform cop would be fine, though. That's what I'm saying. Like, someone that mm-hmm. a mass shooter or whoever, someone wants to deal damage to kids or teenagers, they see them and they're like, "Okay, I'm gonna hold off." Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, I mean, having undercover cops would be fine too. Yeah, I think. Um, I, yeah, I think every school should have have an officer. Um, I think that's what. You, I don't really know what else you can do. I don't think we should arm teachers. I yeah, I don't agree with that at all. Um, but yeah, every school should definitely have a resource officer, maybe two, if you know you can even afford that. I read something on here that says that like, why do you think people blame illegal immigrants for a lot of violence? Not just gun violence, just violence in general. What do you think about that, Steve? Just to put the blame on someone. It's just uh, scapegoating. Yeah, simple scapegoat. I mean, they're unhappy with a certain group of people, so they pinpoint them out. You know, it could be true. Not, I don't think it is, but I mean, a lot. I think a lot of immigrants are hardworking people. So yeah, I mean, definitely. There's, there's Americans that are. You know, we have more Americans as criminals. You know, it's. I just think immigrants come over to find a better life, and that's what America is about. Completely it's agree. Better in yourself, so except the cartel. 
Yeah, except not, the cartel. They're not coming to help. So that's a crappy part, too, because, you know, <laughs> they might, you know, just kind of throw a couple people in a wave of immigrants and, you know, you never know. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. But should we stop people from coming over because of it? <laughs> I don't know. Um, that's a different. What's your opinion on uh, people saying would, would more guns prevent gun deaths? Or do you think we have enough? <laughs> <laughs> we do have 300 million guns in the US. Yeah, we do have a lot. Um I don't I I don't think so. Um uh, I mean, I don't want to say like more guns as in people go out and buy more guns. Um maybe just put them more in everyday life, I guess. Um if that's what you're really talking about, then yeah, you, yeah I think that's what you're getting at. It. Make it easier for people to carry them, or like, I mean, maybe not necessarily easier, but just allow them to carry them in different places, like a school or something like that. Like, if you have a CCW, I mean, that's another you know story too. I mean, I feel like it's so should, complex. I feel like they should make the CCW test a little harder too, because from yeah. what I heard, it's pretty lame. But um, you know, just allow people to carry in different areas. Because, of course, someone, you know, if people aren't allowed to carry in a school, then... It's an open target. Yeah. So, that's... I don't so, know. you want to get rid of gun-free zones, you think, would help? Mm-hmm. I think gun-free so. zones might make sense. Yeah, I mean... I mean, I get, I, mean, like, I understand why they tried to do stuff, it, but, but if someone wants to shoot somebody and shoot something up... Doesn't, that doesn't matter. Yeah, it's a gun-free so zone. So what about like concerts and things? Like that's well, a gun-free have... zone, but like if you allow people to start bringing guns in, but they have security and they should obviously, you know, have a perimeter around that. Well, concert. most most concerts. I mean, especially now with everything that's happened, I'm sure it's been upped. But most concerts you go to, you see security, which most of the time obviously isn't armed. It's just someone they hired. I mean, to help a lot crowd of time, control. You know, but a lot of times there's law like enforcement at these like events. Granted, there's probably not a lot, especially with how many people are there. Mm-hmm. And honestly, when they're there, they're probably thinking, man, this is a good gig. I'm working. I'm getting paid overtime probably. Yeah, and but I'm, I'm s- at a concert. I mean, nowadays with what's happened, probably not. But I'm, I'm saying, saying if we start talking about getting rid of gun-free zones, are we going to allow guns into those environments too? If there's a crowd of people and someone is planning to shoot it up, there's nothing we're going to do about it. I mean, we're going to obviously going to have law enforcement. There's, you know, you can do what you want. And, and if there's a guy in the crowd that has a CCW, like, I mean, what? we're not going to know. That guy's not going to be paying attention looking around. Like, it, it doesn't matter. We can have gun-free zones. We don't have to have gun-free zones. I don't think it's going to change anything. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, even with gun laws and gun control, there there's going to be bad people in the world. Exactly. And you can never fix that. We're never going to be able to you change just have that. To come well, some would argue that taking me. away their guns would help. <laughs> right. But, but I mean, but like again, I said, it, like sorry. what Steve was saying, I mean, obviously there's things we agree that need to be changed, but there's it's still hard to get some guns and people still and get them. you have to think about this too. Yeah, so let's say the United States is like, hey, let's ban guns. Who are going to turn in their guns? Law-abiding citizens are going to turn their guns. Yeah. Criminals aren't going to be like, you know, oh, hey, man, I'm going to go turn my gun. <laughs> You know, like, no, like, they're not going to do sins that. And turn in my gun here. So, like, even if you ban guns, it's not going to matter because there's still going to be crime that happens by criminals who get guns illegally. Yeah. But I don't, I don't believe they just shouldn't. Drive exactly. Like, guns. they're going to get guns, but. Yeah, a lot of people point back to, um, like, the prohibition. Like, yeah. they get rid of alcohol when it was still sold. 
I mean, I know it's completely different, but I just that's just an argument people have when they say but like take away all the guns. You know, there there's comparisons and everything. There's correlations and everything. You know, so. All right, Steve. Um, yeah. I don't. I've just heard this term. I don't know what it means. Tell me what it is. Ghost gun. <laughs> all right. So a ghost gun is pretty much a gun that someone gunsmith themselves and they if you gunsmith a gun yourself you make a gun then you don't have to put a serial number on it oh so therefore is that legal it's a ghost gun because it technically doesn't exist exactly so if you make a gun you know it's legal so when they ghost exist tune in next week (laughs) this guy but anyways (laughs) uh, um so when they talk about a ghost gun they're talking about an 80 percent lower i think there's like you know, other percent lowers, but the most common is 80% lower. So that means 80% of that lower is completed, but it's not fully committed or uh, completed. So it's and not when you say 80% gun. lower, like you mean like the gun itself, like 80% of the, the, the receiver, sorry, the, the receiver itself. Right. What so does that 80, mean? The receiver is, um, let's say like you go buy an AR from a store. Mm-hmm. So the receiver is pretty much just the bottom part of the gun. Like an AR, there's two takedown pins. You take them out, you pull the upper receiver off, then you got the lower with your buffer tube and your stock and all that. Okay. So the receiver is the part that is supposed to be serialized. So that is the gun. Okay. So if like someone the trigger and stuff is that's the exactly gun. that okay. is the receiver. Um, that's a lower receiver. Um, so a ghost gun is someone well, like an eighty percent lower is. Um, it's pretty much almost completed, mm-hmm. but they just sell them. So then when, say, I buy an 80% lower, I get it, then I just mill out the rest. Mm. So there's like two, um, you mill out the fire select switch, and then the uh, the pretty much the top of it. So where you put like your fire control group, which is um, pretty much like your trigger and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, that's where you put that. Um you mill that out, and that's pretty much it. Then you pretty you much got. I think there's a couple. Them. I've never done it myself. Is that cons- is that legal? It is legal. So pretty much there's like a loophole. I mean, in California, it's not going to be like it is. Well, yeah, it's not going to be legal for much longer. Um, so you have until July 1st of this year to mill it out, and uh, I want to say you don't have to get a serial number on it. No, you do. But then you don't have to actually, like, register it. Like, you don't have to do anything with it. But after the first, like, you have to treat it like, you know, it's a you're buying it from What's the What's hmm. the benefits of having a ghost gun instead of a store-bought gun? You know, it's pretty much so. Just, <laughs> like, off don't the grid? Yeah. So people don't know you have it. It's right. not registered. So, like, say the government. So it's sketchy. Yeah. It, it, I mean, yeah, it, you can say it like that. But, like, say the government comes to take your guns, right? They only have a list of guns that you have. Mm. You know, they come, take it, and then you're like, okay, well, I have this gun up in my attic that they don't know about. So, these so are just you're still able. The worst, yeah, you're basically. still able to defend yourself in worst case scenarios. So, so technically, someone who can't buy a gun legally could do this to mm-hmm. obtain a gun. Yeah. I was like, Fallon's and stuff could get a ghost yeah. gun and finish it themselves? Oh, yeah, my God. For the most part. Well, good thing we're getting rid of that. But... So who's selling these 80% or less lowers? All companies really do it. So they're um, going to ban them from selling them. I mean, if that Cal- even stops in California, it. yeah. Oh, so you got to think you got to think like California has their own gun laws, Nevada, yeah. Oregon, whatever. Mm-hmm. Other states are more lax. California well, I didn't even is more... know about this. This is basically getting around everything. Like if you're a felon, 
domestic violence. I mean, there might be more to it, but as of right now, like you can buy an eighty percent lower, mill it out, and there you go. Why even have gun laws if you don't need to follow them? Just buy that. I mean, yeah, that's what some people think is a problem. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, that's that's I've, why we're here. I've never yeah. heard this term. So I don't know why. I mean, it is it, it is kind of sketchy, but the people who do it, I mean, they're they're, you know, I talk to the gun community all the time. It's like these people aren't sketchy people. I mean, okay. yeah, sure, there are people out there that will do it. Well, no, yeah, I think that's the problem. Like most people, yeah, are fine, are good people, but then you're gonna have that one guy that's gonna do it, and then it's just gonna ruin everything, yeah. basically. I mean, I would love to actually um, do one just to. Because a lot of people just like to make stuff with their own hands, and that's yeah, the thing right, behind it. They right. just they like to make stuff. Like I'm sure you guys like to do the same thing. You like to do something. And you're like afterwards, you're like man, I did this myself. Yeah, that's why right. people build their own ARs. Because after you know after they're done, you know you look at it and you're like, wow, like I did it myself. Like I get that same gratification when I built you know three of mine. You know yeah. you look at it, you're like, I built this. So I'm scared of Steve. He's packing. He's got a lot of guns. Back in here. Yeah. I mean, again, they have their. All, Are you packing right now? You know, they have their. No, I'm not. <laughs> no, but like each gun I have has, you know, has their own use. You know, and there's definitely guns out there you just get because. Are they all? You get like you know you there's no really use to it, but you want it. So <laughs> you want it. Are they all stored safely, like in a safe? Oh, of course. Yeah, and that's another thing too uh, to actually prevent like gun deaths. That's a good thing you brought up. Um, in California, you're required to have your guns in a locked container. Other states aren't like that. So actually, California, you know, people can, you know, say what they want. But from what I heard, they have actually one of the lowest accidental death rates. Yeah. Which that's probably one of their only, you know, good gun laws they have. I looked it have. up and California's gun law is relatively, or California's gun violence is relatively low. But um, how do you even enforce that? Like, no one's well, going to be coming in looking if your guns are in your safe, you know. I mean, but if a cop comes in and searches your house and, you know, they see a gun in the oh, corner, okay. you know, just chilling there. And then I think the law is if there's not any children in the house, it's okay. Mm-hmm. Um, but the law is, I think the law is if there's not any children, but if there's a possibility of children coming in the house, then yeah. it's not. So there's always a possibility yeah, of a kid always, coming in your house. Yeah, right. So I think that, I mean, that's what I learned in my hunter safety class like 10 years ago. <laughs> so you know uh, times have probably changed yeah times have probably changed but it is required um because oh sorry no go ahead sorry when, when yeah. we do sell guns you either have to have a cable lock of some sort um usually guns come with it but if they don't then we have to uh fill out a um safe affidavit just saying that you have a safe at home mm. and if not you just bring you buy a cable lock there now i think i could be incorrect here that's why i'm going to ask you california has taken steps to make guns I guess safer. Like I know with ARs that you can, <laughs> I'm pretty sure with like ARs, the bullet button was introduced. Is that just in California? Um, other I mean, st- other States probably do it. Other but States are trying to do it, but yeah, pretty much California. That's pretty much what they're doing right now. So explain why the bullet button was, whether you agree with it or not, why it was implemented. Well, the bullet button was a loophole that like gun people made themselves. Like that wasn't oh. like a thing the government made. Like, so first, I don't know what year it was, whatever, but California said you can't have a detachable magazine on any semi-automatic uh, rifle if it has a pistol grip or telescopic stock or, you know, all that, you know, pretty much describing an AR. So the, the um, magazine can't... You can't freely press the magazine release yeah. and it comes out. It comes out, okay. It has to be locked in. It has to be locked in and you have to do something to get it... 
Well, they basically, just said, is that oh, is that basically to deter from let's say a mass shooting where they can just drop mag, reload, and just exactly. keep going? It they have to use both hands. They have to do something yeah. to unlock it. Okay. So yeah, I'll just start with they made the law saying you have to have you can't have a detachable magazine. It has right. to be fixed. So people are like, okay, it has to be a fixed mag. So they made a bullet button. So that's pretty much like it looks like a mag- magazine release, and that goes on the right side of the res- lower receiver on your AR. Um, and you put that in there, and if you press it, it's just like a hard plastic piece. If you press it, it's not going to come out. But inside, there's like a little hole. I mean, I'm trying to describe it with my hands, but you can't really do that. <laughs> Bad radio, um, can't see his hands. <laughs> but uh, there's like a button inside of it that you use a bullet, because like a bullet you know, tip can, can, can fit, fit in there. The- Right, so you open. grab a round and you use the bullet to, or you use the bullet to, you know, poke the mag out. Um, but then lately, uh, like two, I think it was 2016, 2017, um, January, whatever, of uh, January of 17, I want to say they banned it. Um, they banned the bullet button. They banned the bullet button. Oh, okay. So then other people were coming around things. They said that you, I mean, California says that um, you have to have a fixed magazine but you can't um there can't be any device on there to like to take it to drop it like you have to take apart the gun in order to take the magazine out that's their law so how how does it work without the bullet button how the hell do you get that thing out of there the magazine yeah so you um you pop the back takeout pin and the gun kind of uh flips up like the the upper receiver flips up there's like a pivot point on the um front of the receiver that flips up and then you take the mag out like that, or you load it like that. Um, but people have made other ways around that, um, like they made cross pins to take, you know, um, the to take out the back takeout pins um, that you just pull it out real quick and it flips up. Um, I don't like that. It kind of messes with the functionality of the gun because um, if your bolt's locked back when you run out of ammo, you have to slam it forward and pop up your receiver. It's, it's oh a mess. Goodness. Um, so you either do that or you make it featureless. So making it featureless is having a fixed stock, no forward grip, um, mm-hmm. no f- like what is it like flame thrower or whatever <laughs> on the tip. You can't have a telescopic stock, which a telescopic stock is something that folds mm-hmm. um, or you know adjusts, or you can't have a uh, foldable stock. So that just, you know, folds to the side. What an the absolute side. pain in the ass. No wonder gun people are Oh, and you can't have a it. pistol grip either. So, you so know, they, ARs, they're coming out. Your ARs, they, do they have some kind of thing so you can reload easier? Um, Yours personally? I mean, right now the law's not, like, in effect. Like, it, they passed it, but it's not, like, in effect yet. So, like, all my ARs And all the guns that thing, had right? the bullet button prior are fine, right? I thought they made well, some okay, kind so of exception. Those where... are fine. So, mm-hmm. there's two, or there's a couple ways you can go about it now. You can register them as assault weapons, which is, like, a big no-no. Like, if anyone's listening out there and they have an AR, like, don't register as assault weapon. Because if you register as assault weapon, you have to take a picture of your AR. A um, couple pictures, whatever. And then you you uh, fill, up, fill it out, whatever. You fill out a form, whatever attach the pictures and you send it off to the ATF. So what that does, it separates you. Um, think of it as like a, a kind of like a pie chart or whatever you have like the gun owners, but then you have like a special group of like assault weapon owners. Mm-hmm. So if worst case scenario, they do ever take away your guns or they ban ARs or semi-automatic rifles. Um, and it's just not ARs, you know, it's AKs and you know, whatever they'll go after you first. Yeah. So I suggest people not to do that. Just, you know, either make it featureless, which is taking taking away the pistol grip, 
um, fixing the back stock. Um, you don't have to, and that's the thing too. If you make it featureless, you can have a regular mag release. Oh, um, interesting. So if you take away the pistol grip, fix your stock, you don't have a forward vertical grip, um, foregrip, sorry. Um, you're good to go. Oh, and you can't have a flash hider. You have to have like a muzzle brake or a, a thread protector. But that's... yeah, but then you get a regular mag release. So I don't, I don't get the purpose because like it just switches right. your hand just placement. Just switches your hand placement and you no can unload grip. just as fast. But then you can either do the cross pins like I was talking about, um, or just fix your magazine. Um, that's probably what I'm gonna do. I'll just fix it and then they make side loaders now. That's mm-hmm. super quick. You just load it from the breech and then. Oh yeah, that's there you go. Cool. So no matter what, people are adapting. Yeah, <laughs> no I mean, what comes out, people are gonna exactly adapt to like it. you can't you can't hold down the human race from being you know <laughs> c- creative. So right, people are gonna. Well, what a friggin' pain in the ass. And there's more too, you know. There's you know ammo, you know background. Um, that's gonna. So be they're doing background checks for ammo now. Yeah. Um, in LA, I don't I don't know if they've already started, but a, a customer told me that um, each time he buys ammo, he has to like put his fingerprint in a book, write down his all all of his information, how mm-hmm. much money or how much ammo he bought and stuff like that. Are so they... it's already happening in other counties. And but... I know they. I've heard things. I don't know if it's implemented yet, but like. You can only buy a certain amount every so often. And yeah, and that's like how that. it's going to be. I don't know the the actual things. I heard like the background checks. They're gonna see. That's the thing too. They 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 don't have a program in set yet. Yeah. So I've heard a bunch of stuff, and I mean, I work at a place that actually sells firearms, so I don't even know for sure. Oh yeah, that's that's a little scary. So I can't even <laughs> tell customers like what to expect. So it's like, you know. But I heard what they're going to do is just you know, have one background check a year and then you just scan that card each time. Oh. Um, I don't know. I've heard a bunch of different things and I heard there's going to be like a limit of a certain amount of rounds you can buy um, each month. But it's just something to track, you know, they'll compare like, okay, why is he buying 223 if he doesn't have a 223 gun, you know? Oh, right. That makes sense. So, Well, one thing's for sure. Um, there's a lot going on with with gun control. I know. And I, I don't know if there's an end in sight. I don't know if there's an answer. Um, just have to wait and see. Uh, yeah, we're <laughs> just going to have to see how it all plays out and uh, see where it takes us. Um, all right, well, that was one heck of a conversation. Yes. Uh, Do you have any final thoughts about this issue? I mean, I don't think it's probably it's never going to go away. But, I mean, hopefully they find a fix in, in the, pretty soon to the situation that caters to both sides. But... Yeah, we got to be in the middle. All right, well, we want to thank Steve for coming on and giving us his input. He uh, definitely educated us a lot of stuff. Big fan. I don't know if you guys heard that, but he's a big fan. Watch the conspiracy episode. Yeah, Yeah, um, so at the close of this episode, yeah, we kind of want to get into that. Um, We have fixed some things, so we're easier to find. We had some issues. But um, if you go to podcast.com, that's all it is, just podcast.com, and you type in slightly above average, we'll come up. All of our episodes are on there. You just click on the one you want to listen to, and you can listen to it. Um, you can go to iTunes. Um, I know if you go on your computer and you're on iTunes, you can go to the podcast section. Yeah. If you have your phone, I think you actually have to download the podcast app. Mm-hmm. Uh, same thing. Type in slightly above average. We're on there, too. All of our episodes are also on there. I know on iTunes, obviously, it's pretty easy, but on the podcast, it's kind of weird, but there is a spot you can write comments. We'd love to hear back from people. Um, I know our last episode, everybody should check out. It was a religion we, or it was an episode we did on religion, and um, it had a lot of a lot of downloads. A lot of people liked it. And a lot of people had a lot of opinions on it. So we want to we want to hear back from everybody. 
And like I said, we're still working through this, still trying to find our groove, but we're starting to get a hang of it. Um, we're working to get on Spotify. Yep. Uh, that's kind of a harder task than I thought, but we're, we're working on it. We're hopefully going to get on there. And like I said, we're, we're working on segments we want to bring you guys, and we're working on uh, future episodes. Hopefully going to have a JFK assassination expert yes. come on, which I'm totally psyched for. Hopefully that'll be our next episode. Well, hopefully. We're, we're working it out. But yeah, we want to thank you guys for always listening. Please leave us feedback. We'd love to hear back from you guys and, and hear what uh, you guys uh, want to hear next. We will see you uh, in the next episode. Bye. See ya.